Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Hello and welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordane Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. And this week... We are doing an amazing film. I haven't been this surprised by a film since What's Your Number? Yeah, like, this truly. is this is one of our uh, <laughs> a surprise good romance episodes. Uh, yes. We did not plan that. It just happened no. to be good. And so this is one of those few that pops onto the podcast where we actually want you to watch this movie. Oh, my God. Yes. Number one, <laughs> watch No Strings Attached with Ashton Kutcher, Natalie Portman, Mindy Kaling, Jake Johnson or Josh Johnson, Jake Johnson, Jake Johnson. Yeah. Jake Johnson. Okay. I had it right. Kevin Klein, Lake Bell. I feel Greta Gerwig, Greta Gerwig, Ludacris, Ludacris. Yes. Ludacris. I was forgetting Ludacris. It's okay. I would never forget him. Ludacris is just, I like the range, the range. Oh my gosh. The range of Ludacris. I love, I love him. He's I've always laughing. loved him. He's crying. He's Lu- game. He's attentive in the scene. He's, he's a great, actor. he's a great friend. Oh he's funny. God. He's got great screen presence. I feel, I don't know this for sure. This is just me spitballing. I feel like they were just going to have him in one scene, like in that scene where he's like bartending. Yeah. And then he was so great. They just wrote him in more. Oh my God. I, I that's just, fully what I feel like. Cause I, just, I feel like it was originally like, Oh, ludicrous cameo. And then they're like, Oh shit, you're a character. Ludicrous. Like you're a person in this movie. You're not just ludicrous. In you're, this movie. Yeah. And also there's another cast member. His name's Wallace. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. Also we have Olivia Th- Therby. We have Carrie Elwes in a in a performance that confuses me. We have Talia Balsam, who was Roger's first wife and only love on Mad Men. This this cast rolls so deep in it my does, interest. It rolls so deep, so um, deep. And we also have Guy Branham, who is a comic, and yes. I've. I've never seen I've never seen yeah. him in a movie before. Yeah, I, like when first. I saw that, I was it made me happy. I like seeing other comedians like getting work, right? You know? And like now, and he, I he associ- was great. He, and, he was funny. Yes, I associate him with this great feature film. It was made in 2011, directed by Ivan Reitman, and the screenplay by Elizabeth Merriweather, who very famously created New Girl. And if you're wondering why this movie is so good i'm giving it to her here. i'm giving it to her as well and yeah. also it makes sense it makes even more sense that jake johnson is there yes i think he does a great job in the movie but i was like oh yes okay new girl yes, yes of course oh my god who knew that the director of ghostbusters would make a movie that i actually like i mean <laughs> i mean this this movie like Truly. from the very beginning uh you know it, it starts out with our our gorgeous photo- uh, protagonist you know natalie portman and Ashton kutcher except it's baby them so it's different actors oh my god they're at camp they're this at camp. opening is one of my favorites yeah it's just like they're sitting at camp next to each other everybody's making out and holding hands and like they're just like staring into space and then ashton kutcher asks 
Can I finger you? <laughs> Wait, oh my gosh, you skipped the important stuff. Okay, what? no, What's it's, it's all about the build-up, Jordan. The okay. build-up is the foreshadowing. Okay, so the foreshadowing. They're sittowing. They're sittowing. They're sittowing. <laughs> yeah. They're sittowing down. Uh, they're sitting, and I just go into baby voice. Um, And he <laughs> he's like, my parents are getting divorced. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then she's she like rather than being like oh no like she's like oh i'm sorry and then she goes into this very like adolescent thing about how she doesn't believe you should be with anyone oh yeah for people a long time. shouldn't be together people forever and she doesn't emotionally like attach to people and i love it because she's like 13 and she already has this like very jaded <laughs> philosophy oh my god and then his takeaway is he's like oh okay yeah well, can I finger you? <laughs> oh my! It and then is, she's like, "No," and that's the beginning of the movie. It is incredible. Also, I want to point out this movie, like across the board in terms of like casting of families and casting of younger versions, is perfect. Stephanie Scott, who plays young Natalie Portman, totally makes sense to me as oh, a yeah. young Natalie Portman. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, the casting is really great. It, it feel you, you completely know who they are. It's it doesn't need to force anything. And like her sister is played by Olivia Thurby. Her mom is played by Talia Balsam. And when they all stand together, I'm like, yes, I believe that they're related. Yeah, you could totally see it. And they have a really good um, familial chemistry. Yes. Like that feels like very real. And so the next the next scene um, is. Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman are at the same frat party. Oh my god, this frat party is amazing. Greta Gerwig has on booty shorts that say whore on them. Yeah, Greta Gerwig <laughs> is I was saying this before we started recording, this movie made me remember how much I love Greta Gerwig on screen. Like, she's just a very... She's so good. She's so, she's so good. She's such a charming electric screen presence. She's, um, she's so genuine. And it actually makes me more mad that people People project so much weird stuff on her. Yeah, that's a I'm whole nother so, conversation. Oh yeah, no, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, but I'm gonna say here on the podcast, since I love digging my own grave, Greta Gerwig is great. Yeah, um, we we have no problems with her here. She's a great ass, great writer, great director. Like the only qualm that I have with her is that she has bad taste in men. But you know, we all suffer through that. Yes, yes, <laughs> I co-sign a hundred percent. And she, yeah, she makes her. She makes herself known as like the funny friend of Natalie Portman. Like she's just like the funny friend that like is constantly dating. Like these like when she talks about her dating life, it's hilarious. Like there's a scene where she's just like talking about a guy like stealing her credit card and then being like, "Well, it was like, there." Blaming her, he's like, <laughs> "Oh, it's your fault because you left it on the table." <laughs> and it's it's yeah, she's she's fantastic. So basically, like she is bringing Natalie Portman to this frat party, and they and both her and Natalie Portman. Um, are going to MIT and the frat is, I don't know what school, doesn't matter. Um, it's like Michigan University. Yeah. Or and, U- University of Michigan, either one. And of it's those. the it's the house, like it's like where Ashton Kutcher is. And so him and Natalie, like, you know, they're both drinking and they see each other across the room and he's like, Do I know her? And of course, Jake Johnson, who's his buddy, is like, Oh, I don't know, man. Like, maybe you do. Oh like, my go God. Get I, it. Lo- I love that Jake Johnson has a soul patch in this scene. Just incredible. He is a soul patch in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's a very charming, like, bro, but he's like such a bro in this movie. Yeah. I mean, he's always kind of a bro. Like, even a new girl, he's just like a grumpy bartender bro. Um, I, I love him, though. I just truly do. I just want to to be very clear. I want to fuck Jake Johnson. 
like like present yeah. tense. Yes. I you know, I think that could happen. <laughs> I like the voice, the attitude, the eyes, the nose, just everything. I'm You wanna down. fuck his nose? Yes, one hundred percent I do. And also I'm 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 putting that I'm gonna secret <laughs> that shit for you. I think I think that can happen. Uh, and so Maybe we need to start tagging all the actors when we post everything. <laughs> <laughs> and so like it's so everything about his character is adorable. He loves his gay dads. Oh yeah, he has gay dads and they always come up in conversation. It's very cute. Yeah, and he's just it's like he's so proud of them that he has to tell everybody about it's them. It's like my dads are gay. And I don't I know stand. about your shitty parents. Yeah. <laughs> he's like y'all like all your straight parents are fucking up but my gay dads are fantastic and he's just amazing like there's a scene where like he's high on mushrooms and he's just staring at his feet love it he has a whole like, oh yeah i would totally do mushrooms with his character <laughs> or just jake johnson in real life and he's also just like such a like supportive like little like he's just like oh my god like he's He's like he, he's the guy that's genuinely excited. He's that real that wingman and like not in a like, misogynist way, just yes. in a like, oh, go have fun. Come on, go talk to her. And so like he he sees like Ashton Kutcher is like, I think I know her. And he goes and talks to Natalie Portman and they're like, oh my God, they remember each other oh, from yeah, camp. He tried to finger me at camp. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then they're like, and you know, he's like, Oh, you go to MIT, you're smarter than me, and and she makes good banter. And then she's like, Hey. I have to do something annoying tomorrow. Do you want to come? And he's like, yeah, sure. And it's like all flirty. <laughs> and then the next scene, they're at her dad's funeral. See here, I love this. I love that. He like just, what a power he, move. He just, he, she asked him to come and he just comes. He shows up. He's wearing like a yellow Michigan university, like sweatshirt at this funeral. And the thing about it is like, even though he's dressed like that, he's like, so respectful, so kind to the he family, has, like, so great kind to, funeral etiquette. He like has this great manners. Like honestly, strange thing to say, but this was like one of the hottest things I've seen someone do in a rom com. No, it's I, like just like pull up to the funeral and just handle yourself. I like agree. that is that that's the kind of shit that you have to have for real love in the long term. So I was like, wow, I am like really into Ashton Kutcher's character. This is like it's really he stays for the entire funeral and then he talks he, to her mom, her he, grieving mom. Yes. Like, wow. And he, oh my God, he's just like so thoughtful and understanding. He like compliments the funeral. Like this is a good, this is a good funeral. Like, hey, you guys, you guys got a good thing here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> and he like, and so he's getting ready to leave and he's in the car and then he wants to see Natalie Portman again. And Natalie Portman, because she has commitment issues, is just like, no, I mean, like, hopefully we'll never see each other ever again. Yeah. And she says, like, one of the most <laughs> ominous things. She's like, if you're lucky, you'll never see me again. And he's just like, <laughs> what I love about their dynamic is that she knows she's being extra about her intimacy issues. And he also knows because he'll just he's just like, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Uh, okay. Like. So this is unfortunate. Like as a person who has read Demi Moore's auto autobiography inside out, which I think is a great piece of writing, a great story. Amazing. And it's also a story that made me dislike Ashton Kutcher. 
despite the fact that she only has nice things to say about him in the book, but just the way that he, she like describes something terrible that he does. And then she's, then she says, he's the love of my life. And there's just like so much. That's so heartbreaking. There's so much apologizing That's so much harder to swallow than if she was just like, fuck that prick. No, it was so funny too, because the press was just like, no, like uh, Demi Moore, like annihilates Ashton. And so when I, so I Sounds like he annihilated himself. Like I read it and it was just like, no, he was just a bad partner and she was depressed and yeah. he didn't know how to deal with her depression and like he cheated on her and like it's like it's not good but it's interesting like cuz she frames it at the end of the book is like because of all of my problems I let the love of my life get away like she blames herself like I just truly That's it, really sad. And it really it's really rough. So unfor- like as so as a human being I'm an Ashton Kutcher hater. I just I have to be on principle. I'm sorry. Like but then again, I can't hate Ashton Kutcher as much as like to the full extent because he's married to Mila Kunis and I want her to have a good life. Yeah. Like there's just so much tangled up in it. It's it's a it's a complicated relationship that you have with Ashton Kutcher as a person. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and, and this movie makes it even worse because this is, in my opinion, as a person who has seen Dude Where's My Car multiple times and every episode of that 70s show more times than any person should this is ashton kutcher's best performance oh yeah i fully agree I've and i've, I've also watched all of that 70s show and like i think i've seen almost everything that he's in and yeah. and i totally used to watch punked yeah no me too <laughs> uh and like i'm very familiar with the ashton body of work and i think this is his most convincing performance yes and he seems like and, a human man. And the thing is, if Ashton was being very, like, super Ashton in this, then I don't think him and Natalie Portman would make any sense. Like, the fact that Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher are believable shows that he rose to an occasion. He really did. Like, I, like I already knew that Natalie Portman had, like, could be funny. Like, I already knew that she could be funny right, in a movie. Exactly. and that And that she's... And, and I definitely she's hilarious knew, in like, this movie. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely <laughs> knew that she could be, like... Uh, a light love interest and not just like, you know, traumatizing drama, but like this There's was a movie where Natalie Portman gives birth inside a Walmart. Yeah. Never forget Ex- it. Yeah. I mean, she's <laughs> exactly. So like yeah. I had never doubted her, but like the fact that her and Ashton have such good chemistry, it's like, all right, Ashton, you, sh- you showed us, he you know, really, you okay. Us. So this guy, this might be one of my favorite, like in terms of leading men, characters in like the entire history of the show and it's really i really hate that it's ash and i'm really angry right now but you know that that's how that's how people can trust us because we did not go into this movie you know with plans to gush no we didn't go in and and it's not it's not like it did well at the box office but it's not critically acclaimed or anything people so it's not like we're covering no it's not like we're doing when harry met sally and we're like shocker we like it it's like we happen to like no strings attached yeah yeah um because it's just like he is when he is with women not just natalie portman but any woman he listens intently to what is being said to him. He reacts. He is polite. 
light. He is conscious of space. When he wakes up naked on the couch and Mindy, there's a great scene. Okay, I had to talk about the scene. Oh, I he love wakes, that scene. He wakes up naked on this couch and like he just keeps on getting introduced to Natalie Portman's friends, but he doesn't know that. So he keeps on thinking that they're people that he slept with and he just like keeps apologizing for taking up space. And also there's this amazing thing where like Mindy Kaling is just sitting there and she's just like drinking coffee and he's just like, I just want you to know that I respect you yeah she's like i respect you and i value you and it's like he's hungover he's obviously embarrassed and she's just and i i also love that all the women in this give him shit like like she's just like yeah i i, I get it i get you buddy like it's fine um yeah it, it, it's oh it's good okay so so basically you know they he goes to the funeral with her and then she's like if you're lucky you'll never see me again and then the movie skips forward a year and they run into each other again and it's like it's like a farmer's market yeah or some it's like a thing. farmer's market and he's like with a woman um and it's kind of awkward and like she's there with her sister and they just like say hey and that's like really all that happens but it's just like you know planting the seed back like oh shit and they realize that they live in the same place again um Oh my God. Yes. And then basically what happens. So Ashton is working like as a PA and he really wants to be a writer. He's like a PA on like, like basically what is on Disney plus now, which is a high school musical. I know, TV I, show. I, 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 like I was so curious about whatever show he was PAing. I was like, I feel like I would like this. No, <laughs> this feels yeah. very, this feels kind of like Lizzie McGuire, you know, 2.0 or something. Yes. Um, but yeah, he he's a PA and he wants to be a writer, but you know, as is the struggle, nobody's trying to read a script. So, that's his job and there's like a scene where he's like, "Can I get off early to go see my dad?" and there's this whole running thing where his dad was like in a show called The Great Scott. Oh my god, yes, he's <laughs> constantly saying Great Scott. Other people are always saying Great Scott. It's like it's, it's very funny. This this okay, it's just such this, a weird bit. It's so everything about Kevin Klein in this movie is weird. <laughs> Kevin Klein doesn't like with Kevin Klein in this movie like it's the only casting uh choice that feels bizarre, but also I love that about it. It's so like, I'm like this doesn't make any sense and I'm fine with it's it. It's so strange that it's him. It's so strange what he's doing. There's a scene where he's doing like, like yoga why is he even shake weights. Yeah, like <laughs> and it's like I'm supposed to believe that this is Ashton Kutcher's father. Wow. It's just amazing. He's just also like very tan. He has abs. Yeah, kind of? Kevin like, Klein is like a weird hot Tim and Eric character. Like I feel like <laughs> that's he's just exactly like, what he is. Like, like you're just like what are you doing here? Like what like you know acid music video are you coming off of <laughs> it's so funny it's so weird and like i don't know like he refuses to have a serious conversation with his son like there's a scene like very late in the movie where ashton Kutcher is like why did you leave mom and then he's and then he just says cocaine he goes yeah he goes he goes you shouldn't do coke when you're around women that want to fuck you, it doesn't matter how ugly they are. And that's like his, it's not even his last words. It's just like, that's like the 
the last exchange between them and Ashton's like, you're an asshole. And his dad's like, but you're not like you have a good heart. <laughs> it's like basically just like, I'm terrible, but my son came out fine anyway. So I'm just going to keep on. Being I'm just going to keep being awful. And like, we're so- introduced to Kevin Klein after Ashton gets off work early. He goes and finds out that his dad is now hooking up with his ex-girlfriend. His ex-girlfriend so like, is just in the house. She's yeah. just in the house. This character. And she's like the, she like her and Kevin Klein Klein are equally cartoonish like you know she's like she's the, like, like a Lucy Punch character but it's not Lucy Punch and I just kept on being yeah, like yeah she has the tiny her? dog and she's just yes. like I like parties and you're just like okay like what is going on it's just it's such a bizarre plot line <laughs> but I'm fine with it um because the rest of the movie actually holds so like I'll live I'll let it have this also the bizarreness kind of like lends to the rest of the movie because it's almost just like Ashton and Natalie are trying to have a regular movie and they just people keep on intruding with their craziness. That's really that's a funny way of putting it. But I feel like that's very true. And it's and they respond to the weird people like they're weird. It's never like this weird. I noticed this thing in comedy recently, a lot of bad comedy where something weird happens. And then for some reason, they think the funny thing is for a person to just stare until the bit either continues or just stare like as their answer. And like this movie does the great thing where if somebody does something weird, somebody fucking mentions it. Like we're talking yeah, yeah, about how weird this movie like, is. There's like there's a reaction to the weird, and yeah. so yeah, I mean Kevin Klein's whole storyline is is a weird, and it's of course it it upsets Ashton as it would anyone. And, and he's, he's just so like, sa- I just have to get back to like how amazing he is in this movie. Like when somebody hurts <laughs> his feelings, you can see well, his feelings hurt he, on his face. Yeah, he's he his acting is really good, and his character feels like a real man who like knows his feelings and knows what he wants and so after he has this exchange with his dad where he realizes that his dad is fucking his ex he goes and meets up with Jake Johnson and they're at the bar and Ludacris that's when Ludacris enters the movie Ludacris Ludacris Ludacris. is bartending and he is just absolutely fantastic love him Abby Elliott is there too as like she's constantly serving them drinks and making fun of them yeah she's great she's great (laughs) Um, and basically Ashton Kutcher gets really drunk and decides that the way he's going to cope with his feelings is by calling every woman he's ever slept with to, you know, have some sort of, not even a rebound hookup, just to forget my dad's a creep hookup. And I love this. The idea of just like being like, I'm depressed. I'm going to get progressively drunker and just speak to every woman in my phone. And there's like times when he's like talking to a woman and she's like, Oh, in Ohio. Yeah, sure. Like he's like agreeing to go to Ohio. Also, it's funny. Like this is just my personal life. But like during this scene, I was like, wow, he really hasn't gone through many phones. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like my phones break and I like lose contacts. So I was like, damn, he has all these contacts still that's amazing um but this this is how these drunk antics are how he ends up back in touch with natalie and wakes up naked on her couch hungover and she of course lives with mindy kaling greta gerwig and guy branham like this is the best house ever i was thinking that i was like i just want to hang out there like that's the (laughs) best roommate vibe like they're funny they make sense as friends like they give each other shit three of them work together i think all four of them yeah they're all doctors yeah um and i just i love that they're all doctors (laughs) me too i like that they're doctors but they have four roommates (laughs) i'm like is this in new york or la (laughs) that's so funny to me um 
but yeah, they, he wakes up and, and there's that scene that, that you were talking about. That's so funny where he's trying to figure out who he sleeps with. So at first he sees Mindy and he's like, I respect you. I'm so sorry. Blah, blah, blah. And she's just like eating it up. And she's like, Oh, we didn't sleep together. And then Greta Gerwig comes in and sits next to him and she completely trolls him. She's like, Oh, I never knew I could be in so much pain and love it so much. And he's like, Oh, uh, but he's not even into it, which makes me like his character more because he's just like worried. <laughs> he's just like, uh, he's so he, he's just like <clears throat> naked and he keeps on wondering where his pants is. And he's just like holding like a little like sofa throw on his dick. And then finally Natalie Portman comes out and she says that she has his pants. And when he gets up to walk to the room, they just have a full evaluation of his ass and then applaud <laughs> Yeah, and Guy is like, I'm definitely gay. <laughs> and like, it's a great ass. Like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even say that it's not. It no, it's a, it's a great it was, ass. It was it's a great shot of his ass. It was like whoever framed that shot. Honestly, I want the one perfect shot for this movie. Is is his ass shot for sure? <laughs> yes. And and like, and he goes to Natalie's room and he's like making sure and he's like, did we sleep together? Like what happened? And she's like, no, you called me and you said it was an emergency. And then you got to my house and you started taking off your clothes. And I think you thought you were home. And then she's like, and then you were telling me about your dad and your ex. And then she said that he did a dance. Oh my God. The <laughs> dance. Then she does the dance. And she so does. Good. It's so good. And she's been, and he's like, I waved my dick at you. And she's like, yeah, you did. He's just like waving his arms and his dick at her. And, and he's I- terrified, which is good because <laughs> I feel like the reason that this movie, there's so many things in this movie that you can tell were written by a woman. And that's why they work is because it's funny because she's the one who has the power and she's telling him about this thing he did. It's not like so many of the movies that we've covered or that I've seen where a guy's like, Oh, I did this thing. And the woman's horrified. No, like like she's like, he's horrified at himself. Yes. He's so like self-aware. This man does not exist. I don't believe that he is real. (laughs) (laughs) He's, just like I kept on just like watching this movie just like angrily it's just like man I wish a man would say this to me I wish that they would like bring wait, me wait, a, bring you want me a Kyle to do that dance for you yes I, okay I think that he could I think he could arrange that I want a man to just like bring me a balloon to work after sex like congrats on the sex <laughs> <laughs> that's just it's it's incredible but yeah actually in the scene where they like decide to have sex is actually like really that scene and the sex itself is actually really well done. I was like, that looks like it feels like real sex. Yeah. yeah. Like basically after she tells him that they didn't have sex, they end up like they're flirting and then they do have sex in the like 10 minutes before she has to go to work. And then they're base, And then like he, uh, like he ends up bringing her a balloon. <laughs> Which is like truly adorable and terrifying. Like I I, I can understand her being weirded out for sure. Because, you know, if you're familiar with love bombing, you might be like, oh boy, what is going on with this man? Oh my God. But, but luckily his character is just like a dork, you know? He just, he just likes her. That's the thing. There is no point in this movie where you don't know that he likes her. He likes her for this entire movie and probably loves her for about half of it. And so it's just like, it is 
he like it's basically instead of like we got to get the guy to come around it's him trying to get the girl to come around and he's not doing it in an aggressive way he's just doing he's it just in like, like a, okay. he just keeps showing up he's like, like oh i yeah well i do like you and so basically like after they've hooked up then she's like what if we just use each other for sex which thus the name you know she's like let's just like use each other for sex and just like not deal with any of that other stuff and she's like i don't like myself in a relationship it brings out this weird side of me and i don't want that and i don't do that and i'm not good at that and it's just it's you know it's incredibly obvious that she's like afraid um yeah and he's just like okay but you're gonna fall in love with me and she's like well if either of us get feelings we can just stop which you know of course that it was hilarious. Yeah, which of course I'm just watching this like, oh, honey. <laughs> everything she does in this movie is hilarious. Like, yeah, everything she does, I'm just like, oh, honey, you're not very smart right now. <laughs> she like, she just behaves exactly like a person who does not want to be emotionally vulnerable, but still wants that D and wants that D right now. And like, yeah. you can tell, like, I did not know how much I needed horny Natalie Portman. But she is like horny for a lot of this movie, and she's so little. She's just like a little. She's just like a little lady, and she's just like it's just so cute. I know she is just like a little horny lady. It's like it's like a little Polly Pocket. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I just and I do love that. Like when she's trying not to date him, like she like tells Greta Gerwig, it's just like you know he's t- he's so tall. Like it just every single time we're together, it seems like he's trying to kidnap me. I love that line. And at one point he tells her that she's basically like a lady Rick Moranis. <laughs> which yeah, that's like, near the end. That's incredible. So good. There's so much cool shit. Like, like there's a they go on an actual date at some point and it's so good. And they're so adorable together. Yeah, and it's not cloying. It's because they genuinely feel believable. I mean, essentially what happens is like, you know, there's this montage of them hooking up. So we see, you know, they're hooking up and all this stuff. And then like he finds out that she has really bad period cramps. I can't handle this. Okay. Okay. Wow. This is, I, this is one of the best things ever put to film. Yeah, absolutely. He, he shows up at the house. <clears throat> he learns, he knows that all, all of their periods are synced up. So this is a movie, once again, giving us a beautiful scene of Natalie Portman, Greta Gerwig, and Mindy Kaling all on their period at the same time. Incredible. Just moping around the living room. And like Greta Gerwig's talking about how her underwear is a crime scene. And I'm just... Yeah, and, and so Ashton beautiful. Kutcher just comes over and like brings the snacks he brings them snacks and then he brings a mixtape that he made for natalie portman and it's all songs that either relate to blood or they have like a reference to strings or like things that could be feminine hygiene products it's like incredible a period and she she like and she kind of (laughs) like looks at him and she's like did you make me a period playlist and he's like uh like it's like he knew he was doing it but like having it said out loud is so vulnerable 
have this is the hottest thing that I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, like that the, going to the dad's it. funeral and then the period playlist. I was like, wow, this is this romance. Is, I'm sorry. I'm going to go one step further and say that this is a feminist film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's I, definitely a feminist film. Like it's just everything about this is just so it is just him like trying to take care of her and her just being like, no, I don't need to be taken care yeah, of. Yeah, it's like him <laughs> fighting for her, but not in like a not in a way that diminishes her autonomy like if anything he's like letting her take the wheel yeah but he's also like by the way i'm here yeah he's just he just shows up whenever he leaves like when he's told to leave it's so i was like i was getting a little wet honestly like yeah did you get wet when he gave her the period playlist oh my god you're like ooh, (laughs) this is a this is fantastic yes i'm currently pmsing and i would i I would love a pms playlist oh yeah for sure that's amazing. There's like no. songs about brain fog and cramps and bloating. I mean, you know. I do love how the the other guy, the guy, the other guy that wants Natalie Portman, there's no point in this movie where anybody thinks that they're going to end up together. I just oh, love, yeah, yeah. I love how DOA that whole thing is. I know. There's like one scene where a guy who works with her at the hospital, like, like Ashton Kutcher sees him and her. The, the guy from the hospital with Natalie Portman and then they have like this bro talk that's really stupid and the guy from the hospital's like you're just a guy that she fucks but I'm a real man and I'm I have a real job and she's gonna marry me but like that's the only time we see that guy like he is he's around not, he's like but that's the only time that he's, he's around yeah, yeah but we're not but like he's not talking like there's not like other parts where I'm like oh yeah lots of Lots of that guy. Like, it's just like we have to know the other men want Natalie Portman, which I mean, come on. Like, we don't. <laughs> we need, already know that. It's like uh, yeah. Natalie Portman knows that in this movie. It's never the problem is not that she thinks she's unlovable. It's that she's afraid to love. Yeah. And she's also like very sexually like secure and is just like, OK, we're going. We're like, she's, she's like, like in. Like, she's <laughs> like, you're going to make me orgasm and then I'm going to go to work. Yes. Yeah. Because she's like, you know, when you're in medical school, you have to do the whole thing where you have to do the rounds and all the check-ins and it's like school, but you're a doctor, but you're not paid a doctor's wage. Like, I guess like a doctor intern. And like, so she's doing that. And that's also one thing that I love about this movie is that the reason why she wants this arrangement, like aside from the fact that she doesn't like to commit, it makes total sense that she wants. She doesn't like, actually I, have time. I love that the job actually because co- sometimes these jobs you just ran it, but the job coincides with her life, coincides with her friend group, and coincides with why she wants this arrangement in the first place. And of course, he's just he's just a PA, so of course, and his dad is, and he's like. His dad is rich. He has money. He has the time to just show up and leave. And he basically uses his power for good most of the time. Like, he's not like a rich asshole. He's like, no. I'm going to use this money to make her happy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And as you can guess, eventually he has to tell her that. And so he he doesn't trick her. He just, like, asks her. He's like, okay, can we just go out once in the daytime? And she's like, uh, I don't know. It's, like, slippery slope. And he's like... Just like one date. And then he ends up asking her to go on a date on Valentine's Day. And oh she's just God. like, oh, no. Like, you know, she's she's fighting it. And he's like, okay, we'll make some promises. So he promises he won't bring her flowers. Like, there's certain cliche things he promises not to do. But then when he shows up to take her on the date, he has, <laughs> he has a clump of carrots that, like, he's holding them <laughs> so that they look like flowers. <laughs> it was like so cute and 
And then they're like walking around like, I don't know, it's like an outdoor kind of sculpture park thing and like being disgustingly cute. And and then he tells her how he feels, which is like, girl, you know, don't pretend you don't know. You know, this man is crazy for you and you know that you're crazy for him. You just won't let yourself see it. And he's like, I'm, he starts to say, I think I'm falling for you. And then she's trying to shut him down. And then he gets frustrated and he's just like, I love you. <laughs> and then she's just like mad at him. And she's like, she starts hitting him. She starts, okay, this is amazing. It is amazing that she hits him. <laughs> like, like, it's so funny to watch Natalie she's Portman so hit someone. mad. She's so mad. She's like, no, no. And then he, that's when he's making fun of her. And he's like, you're like a lady Rick Moranis. Like yeah. you can't even fight. You can't even fight me. So he's like roasting her. But also it's obvious that, you know, he just said this big vulnerable thing and she's deflecting it per usual. And so when they end up, when the, the play fighting is over, they're in the car and it's tense. Yeah. And she obviously hasn't said, I love you back yet. And she's just like, like they're tense and he's just like, I can't do this anymore. You know, like basically like let's be a couple or not. Like I can't do this. I have feelings for you. And she's like, yeah, I know. And so they, they like say goodbye essentially. Cause she basically is like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to open myself up. And, it, and they, they act this scene really well. Uh, yeah. This it's a very heartbreaking scene. Um, which, uh, I'm trying to remember though, where does it happen where like sh where she's like you got to fuck other people? Is that before that's before they break up, yes. Um she tells him that they have to fuck other people oh, and then they go to right. a party. Yeah, you're right. That happens right before he takes her on the date. I think it's after that whole ordeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um Oh <laughs> yeah, do you want to talk about that? Okay, I mean, they're like a like, like it's that plot line I'm just like uh you that know, pl that plot line is very silly and there's not a whole lot to talk about because it's like one of those like sitcom plots where it's just like, it's like, it's oh, like, look at these I don't situations. Have, I don't have, a, I don't have feelings for you. Go fuck somebody else. But when Ashton Kutcher brings two women home, which one of them is Abby Elliott and the women are only like having sex with each other. Like they're not interested. In yeah. Him. They've like just admitted at this party that they have feelings for each other. So they're just like drunk and they're just using his house to hook up with each other yes and it's so funny but then <laughs> natalie portman shows up and like starts calling them oh my god what does she call them she can she calls them pumpkins she calls them pumpkins <laughs> she's yes. like you look like pumpkins because you're so <laughs> orange like she just she calls them pumpkins and she like physically attacks them yeah and, and everyone in the room is taller than her and she's just kind of like she's like you there's times where she's like hopping up from the floor to try to get like some distance like when she's trying to like attack it's a, like some really great yeah. physical comedy there. yeah basically she they both get really drunk at separate parties and she's like tried to push him away after the sweet period stuff and was like you should fuck other people and he's like okay so then she gets drunk and goes to his house and he's already there with these two women and he's not even hooking up with them they're just there and then yeah the women are just insulting each other which is like kind of like blah whatever it's so funny though because it's, it's like you can just tell that like they don't care 
Yeah. Like they're just like, I feel well, like tell, every, yeah, you can tell that Abby Elliott is just trying to go get it. Like they, they're just like, Oh, we were just using his apartment, but also why are you annoying? It's <laughs> like, so funny. Cause like, I mean, I just love, it just felt like Natalie Portman wanted a fight. And I just love that this is part of her character. Where it's like, if she wants a fight, she'll create a fight. Yes. I think <laughs> Natalie Portman brought that to the character. <laughs> she really did. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that it's great, but yeah. And they break up and it's sad. It is. It is sad because you could kind of tell that they, only broke up because Natalie Portman just won't get her shit together. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, she pushed him away and and so yeah, so they break up and and of course, it's one of those things and I think this is actually one of the most relatable things about the movie cuz I don't think enough movies show this in a realistic way is like a breakup when it was never officially a relationship. And I think that's something a lot of people have been through. I know I've been through that before. Yeah. Like when you've totally been seeing someone, but you're both cagey or one of them's cagey. But then, so then when you break up, it's like, well, technically I don't know what we would call that, but it's still something to grieve. Um, yeah. So they, they have the breakup and I mean, Poor guy. He is. I mean, poor guy. He is. He has let his heart. He has put his heart out there, and he knew. And the thing is, you know that he knew there was a good chance she would do this, and he still decided to, which is what makes his character so lovable. Is that he's like he's brave about his feelings in a way that few people are. So secure in his masculinity, and he's so secure in being like, no, I love this woman. This is how I'm going to act around her. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And even when he's mad at her. He's so nice. Yeah, he never it. lashes out. He doesn't become like an angry misogynist. He's just like, dude, no, like I'm setting a line for myself. Oh, yes. I love that he changes her name in his phone to don't call her. Yeah. I was like, that's such a thing. That's so real. That's such a thing. When you have to, oh man, you gotta pull yourself back. Yeah. And and basically, like she so her sister is in the process of uh getting married or her sister's engaged. Yes, yeah. She's with uh the that boy from that show Rules of Engagement that apparently had a lot of seasons. Oh yes, I never watched that one. No. I mean, why would you watch David Spade every week if you didn't have to? Great, great point. Great point. <laughs> uh yeah, so her sister is like younger, and you know, that's a thing in these where it's like the younger sister finds love quicker. Yeah, and um, like and that makes you think about, yeah. you know, your like path. And but Olivia love. Thurby is so cute. It actually She's made, so cute. It reminded me that like I kind of miss her. I haven't seen her as much around. Like she was around a lot for like the aughts, but then when we got to like the you know, the twenty tens, it's I saw lots she of her. Faded out. Yeah, yeah, she was she was so adorable and basically like there's a scene where she's like I'm I'm confused about the whole wedding like chronology if it's like after the wedding it's before the wedding it's the rehearsal it's dinner. the rehearsal dinner and she's like high on she's high like she's just like the oh bridesmaids the bridesmaids had weed, weed. and I she's love like that I'm that bridesmaid so much and I love <laughs> it I was like wow this feels realistic and like Natalie Portman sees her from across the room and is like, okay, my sister's like eating a bunch really anxiously right before a wedding. I'm going to go check on her. And she's just like, oh, I'm just high. And I just like love my fiance so much. And I know you think it's stupid. And Natalie's like, no, I don't. And then she's like, actually, I've been thinking, you know, about Ashton. And then her sister, who's high and high on, you know, weed, but also love. Yes. Also love. High on love. She's just like, you got to call him. 
And Natalie Portman's like, no. And she's like, come on, you got to call him. And she's like, okay. So she calls him. And he's at this party for his show, which, yeah, there's a subplot of like, he he's a PA and he wants to be a writer, but he wants to be a writer on his own means and not coast on his dad. So he has this like spec script for an episode and, and it actually gets made partially because Lake, Lake Bell believes in him, but Lake Bell also, Lake Bell great in this movie also wants to fuck him. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, she like, and she, She's so thirsty for him. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's it's really great. Also, like somebody commented when I said that I was watching this on Twitter. It was just like Amanda Pete, and I was like, I totally understand why you thought that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's Lake Bell. But no, it's Lake Bell, and she's fantastic. In this. <laughs> yeah, she she's is, so anxious, and I related to that. She's all she's so anxious. She's always talking. She's always talking, and she's <laughs> so into him. And it made me think of like. I don't know when I had a crush on like a TA in college, it was like that kind of energy. Oh yeah, totally. totally. Except she's the one who has the power. And so she, yes, yeah, she gets his, she reads his script and then she really likes it and she helps him get hired. And so he's at the party for the, the show that he just got hired to write on. And of course that's when he gets a call from his ex. Cause that's always when you get a call from your ex. Of course, <laughs> it's always course. right when you're like, okay, maybe I got some shit going. Yeah. And Natalie Portman is just like, I just want to hear your voice. I mean, and I, oh man, I'm a thousand percent in his corner when he's just like, what are you doing? Like, you don't yeah, get to just call not, me and make okay. me sad. Like, yeah. and she's just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know. I hurt you. I miss you. But she's not really saying anything definitive. You know, she's not like, I want to be with you. What do I do? She's just like, ah, uh, and he's like, Hey, I can't carry this now. And so he's basically just like, we, we can't do this. And so he hangs up and then her sister, can tell like that it didn't go well and her sister's like i mean this is peak rom-com but this is also peak sister yeah she's just like go go get she's him like, go get him she's like go get in the car go use my car like you know get back here after that but like go get him yeah you know like i think she says like if you're late to my wedding i'll kill you yeah and i'm just like this is real like, yeah this is real and so natalie portman gets in the car and you know this is also like another kind of cartoony shenanigans part like so lake bell ends up going home with ashton kutcher and basically like Ludacris and jake johnson have been like why don't you hook up with lake bell she's like obviously into you and she's got like this hot thing like hot like one of them says she's like a a hot scientist or something yeah, i think it's just because she has glasses she, and the glasses yeah. that she's wearing but also her energy is very like i could have been a character on big bang theory yes definitely <laughs> and uh, but yeah and so he's like getting ready to do that and like she calls and like oh no like even though he turns her down like you can you you can see in his eyes that it's like oh my god i might be able to have her back right. wow and it's like he takes lake bell home and there's like a weird like bridget jones moment where oh like, it's very especially <laughs> since we did bridget jones so recently it's very bridget jones we're like she just will not be quiet and it's not that he wants her to shut up but it's like she's like should i take off my shirt or should you take off my shirt or should i or or do you do you want to unbutton or should i and he's just like oh my god it's like weird because like her shirt comes off and like the bra is great her her breasts look beautiful but it's like she's talking so much that you can't even look at them. yeah yeah <laughs> exactly um, and he's like hey we don't have to talk about everything we can just like hook up and she's like okay yeah yeah okay i'm sorry and i'm like oh man this is making me so anxious natalie apartment's like lurking in the bushes like literally lurking in the bushes just because <laughs> she see yeah she's seen them like uh yeah, she's seen them go 
uh, go into the apartment. And then during that time, he gets a call that his dad's in the hospital. Okay. Okay. Wow. <sighs> Amazing. What, like, the way that this hospital scene goes is kind of like the main thing that I love about this movie. And it's that there is, like, there's just, like, all of this wackiness. Yes. And it's like it's almost like the movie is trying to avoid anything too maudlin. Like, even though there's a funeral, like the way that they handle the funerals in a way where the it doesn't give you... The movie's very much like, we are dealing with real feelings, but we're, this is not a drama. This is a comedy. Yeah. And so it's like, just, And so it's just weird because, like, he could, like, he could find out that his dad had cancer or something, like, important, and then it could be a whole heartfelt thing where the dad's just like, you know, I, you know, I, I, I was always living thinking that you, there was always going to be another day. And, right, and there wasn't, right. like, you kept on, like, yeah, I can't. Yeah, you know, I, time I, flies and you got to use it and be grateful but or whatever. No, no, no. Like, Ashton shows up and, like, his ex-girlfriend who's now dating Kevin Klein is there and she <laughs> said, I can't. She, and she's just basically just like, he, he, I can't. <laughs> he overdosed on purple drink because he really likes Lil Wayne. And it like, it basically scares her so much that she's just like, he's, he's old. And Ashton's like, yeah, that's what happens when you're with an older person. You have to prepare for this and you have to be able to take care of them. And she's just like, I don't, I don't want to do that. She's like, ew, <laughs> I'm afraid of old people. Anyways, I'm going to a party. I'm like, what is this character? She's just like, you know, he's he's in the, I mean, she's freaked out that he's in the hospital and her way of dealing with it. It's like, I can't do this. I'm going yeah. to a party. I have to party. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and so she gives him the dog and he goes in there and then of course he lies and it's just like, oh yeah, she went home. Like, where'd she go? She went home. And then... <laughs> Kevin Klein's like had a bad trip on the drink. Yes, that is he's in <laughs> Kevin Klein is in the hospital because he had too much drink while listening to Lil Wayne. I was like, okay, I see you guys. This is a choice. This is it's incredible. And then of course his moment with Ashton is not touching. He's talking about cocaine. He's basically and he says he's like, "Oh, I wish your mom was like whatever the name of the ex is." And uh, and Ashton's like, yeah, well, you left mom. And, and like, you know, you think, oh, maybe we're going to have a genuine moment. And the dad's just like, nah, like cocaine made me horny. <laughs> and basically, like, you're a better man than me. And so then. Uh, <laughs> so during all of this, because, you know, Natalie Portman works at the hospital and so do all her roommates. One of her roommates has told her that um, Ashton Kutcher's dad is in the hospital and so she has already arrived and she is like waiting outside for him. And he ends up like calling her and being like, you can't text me. You can't call me. You can't like, like you can't do this. You have to, sh if you want to be in my life, you have to like show up and you have to grow up and show up basically. And like, I can't, I can't have you play with my heart. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you're totally right. And then he like comes out and sees that she's there. And then they have this talk where she's just like, I'm so sorry I hurt you and maybe it's too late, but I just need you to know that like, I really do love you. And like, Oh my God. And ugh. he just has like a whole, like kind of like a, the notebook statement. Oh, it's just totally like, the notebook. He's just like, if you come any closer, I'm never going to let you go. <laughs> yeah. 
And I can't believe that this fucking movie that just had Kevin Klein OD on drink, I'm still like getting in my feelings about this moment where Ashton Kutcher is, where Ashton Kutcher is like talking sweet to Natalie Portman. Like you just, you believe it. And of course they end up together, you know? It's so beautiful. And it's just like, oh my God. And there's even like, even the buttons, like the intercredit, like, funny scenes are great like yeah Greta Gerwig and Jake Johnson are together and they have like a whole like very yeah, they have quiet whole, romance like, very in the quiet subplot that you totally believe like it somehow doesn't feel convoluted yeah they're just like hanging out well it's because they're not taking up a lot of space they're just like we're over here falling in love in a different movie yeah yeah <laughs> yes absolutely they're like this is fine this will be a subplot on new girl or something don't worry about it yeah and like yeah so that's going on and there's also just like <laughs> Kevin Klein hooks up with Lake Bell, which Kevin Klein is just addicted to, like being with the women that were with his. Son. Yeah, I mean, he has some serious issues. <laughs> and then the Kevin, guy, yeah, and then the guy who's really into Natalie Portman, you just see him like cycle through all of the, all of the others, like he's dating Mindy Kaling, and then Mindy Kaling's like, "We were dating, I was fucking other people the entire time." <laughs> and then at the end, he's um, isn't he with Guy? <laughs> I, oh, I don't remember. Oh, did you not get? I think so. Did you not get all the way through the credits? No. At the very end, I he goes. That. He goes into the closet with Guy. That's incredible. <laughs> that's a perfect. That's, that's like a perfect <laughs> cherry on top. Like it's so film. good, and also like even the button with Natalie and Ashton is great because he just like grabs her and just like gives her this like big passionate kiss, and then he just like lets her go and walks away, and she's just standing there and i'm just like fuck this is hot i don't yeah. know like, <laughs> no i'm like did they hook up during this movie i <laughs> what like, an unlikely i truly, i mean he was probably married because he's like always been married to someone yeah but, it's um so, not saying that that doesn't mean they could have hooked up but you know it's so oh my god I yeah just, i mean this is I like hate like that we, i like a movie i know like like i this did not think that the 2011's no strings attached <laughs> starring ashton kutcher was going to be one of the movies that i gushed about on the podcast but here we are in the year of satan 2020 and <laughs> anything's possible i yeah man like i don't have any other suggestions just watch this movie yeah it's, just watch it it's really fun and it's it's, it's, it's streaming um, on prime it's and on like, prime and Hulu, it's so totally worth your time. Oh my god! Yeah, totally I watch it. it. And if you don't like it, then you know you can argue with us. Um, I mean, I don't even think I'd argue. I'd just be like, "Oh, okay." We, we'll just like <laughs> send like, you a heart. If we you have try to argue we, with we us. have different opinions. That's fine. Like we're gonna. I'm, I, I love honestly, giving like, heart I think this was good. I think you know, every now and then we need a good romance to remember why we like the genre, so that when we jump back into the trash. We, st we remember that the genre can be good. Yes. And that's why we're here. Because we believe in it. I, can't n I cannot wait to own this movie. I cannot wait to push this movie on people. This is uh, this is a yeah. This is a <laughs> no strings attached stand podcast. Uh, yeah. So this has been the Bad Romance Podcast. Um, you can listen to us on Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can give us a five star review on iTunes. We would definitely love that. You can follow us on Twitter at Bad Romance Pod. Our theme song is sung by Clutch Douglas. They're great. Look them up on Bandcamp. Um, God, guys, just watch the movie. Shit. Yeah, just watch it. Just watch the movie. Love <laughs> we love you. I, I, 
I am Jordan Searles. I'm Bronwyn Isaac. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Back it up, back it up. Let's go, this truck. Yeah.